0: Welcome to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts. On this podcast, I'll be sharing the ups and downs of running a business, how to manage a great team of folks who are helping us grow that business, how to thrive as a husband and just be a better one for that matter, how to function with an 18-month-old running around driving sometimes too crazy, how to thrive as a man in this world when frankly we are lacking great role models at this moment in time, and I'm documenting all of this in a journey trying to find my place in the world. So if you're looking to grow your business, obtain financial freedom, figure out parenthood, up-level your life, be a better person, or frankly, how to be a badass, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Project Life with Mike Watts. It is Mike Watts coming to you. So this is part three of the money journey. And we're going to talk about your relationship when it comes to Debt. I know we've talked about like your money journey. I've talked a little bit about this. Part two was about how we view money now. But I also think, I think debt is part of the world. I think it's part of the way we function. I think very few people, in my experience, actually use cash for everything. Or I heard Dale Dale Earnhardt Jr. say this one time that his dad taught him to. What did he tell him to do? Is like finance. It was either finance everything or finance nothing. So let me take on both perspectives of both perspectives of that. And I think it's also good to get clarity on what our relationship with debt and how we actually visualize debt and what we do to look at debt and how we picture debt. I think these are important pieces of life because we will have debt, whether it's a house or whether it is a cell phone or whether it's a car. Or whether we're running a business or student loans, you know, in in that world as well. So I think even just, it's like, we don't necessarily talk about this a lot. Like our accountant sends me our books and our financial records and then we just look at them, right? But it's like, what is our emotional relationship when it comes to this? I mean, one thing that I know I used to freak out about all the time was taxes, like making sure they're getting them done on time, turning them in on time. It was like this constant anxiety around taxes, that would happen in my life that would be super uncomfortable with and Kate would be like Mike it's a you know it's like we have to file an extension our first year here we owned way more money it was something like this I don't remember what it was our first year doing business more money than what we had and we had to file an extension or something like this and I was like stressing and she was like it's not that big of a deal I filed extensions before it's fine and she's like oh my god like I've never seen you like this it was like a whole different world but like there's so much fear that is is ingrained into our brain about the IRS and the way to handle the IRS. And I remember she was audited for her 2013 taxes or her 2011 taxes when we went on a road trip. It was in 2013 she was audited for her 2011 to, and her mileage on her car was 34,000 miles, which was much higher than it's ever been before because we were driving across the country. And so we could write the trip off because a lot of it was for business. And so we're driving across this country, you know, and she writes all our miles off and she's getting there and like, I'm like, Oh my God, you've been audited. And even our accountant was like, don't tell the IRS anything. They're going to use it against you. It was like such a fear-based mentality. And Kate was like, the guy seems super nice on the phone. And and our accountant was like, it's a, it's a ploy. And this guy was out of Texas. He was stressed out a little bit. Anyway, you know, the whole experience with him was a little weird, but uh, we don't use him anymore, but She was just and she was like, he seemed super nice on the phone and like talked to him. And he was like, oh, we just want to know what your mileage situation was. Can you hand us a mileage log? And Kate was like, sure. And the guy was like, don't tell her any. Don't tell them anything like blah, blah, blah. It was such a fear place, which is what we come from in the society of the world when it comes to dealing with the IRS and taxes. And the reality is like the IRS people are just doing their job right? Like their job is to manage and handle our tax situation. And it's like, why should we be afraid of them? Right? Does that even make any sense? Like, why are we afraid of them? Like, why is that even a thing? Why should we, like, it's so crazy, right? It's like being afraid of the IRS, of the people that we pay taxes to, to handle our debt accordingly and correctly and we're sitting here and we're afraid of them. Like, it is messed up, right? So it's like, what is your current view on debt? When you have a mortgage, what does that view like? Or if you have debt, what does it feel like to pay those credit cards? What does it feel to pay Sally Mae? What does it feel like to pay your student loans? And having the people, and it's like, what's your relationship with that? And I talked about it in The Money Journey. I have friends who have three or $400,000 in credit, or in debt. In, credit card debt, maybe, or business debt or business loans. And then I have another guy who has over $700,000 in student loan debt, you know? And when I asked him, I was like, how much do you have? You know? And he's like, $700,000. I was like, what? Like, I was like blown away by it was that much money. And he was like, yeah. He's like, "That's that's what it is to go to school. He went to a very highly specialized dental practice. And that's how much it costs. And I was like, holy smokes, you know? And then... And I'm like, holy, well, like, how do you feel about that? And he's like, oh, I know one day it'll pay off and it's fine, you know, and he's carrying it and he's taking care of it. But, like, if I said that to you and you had $700,000 worth of student loan debt, what would that feel like? You know, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say that to you? Which is probably how we're handling our relationship with our debt and with our money. And I think it's it's okay to have different perspectives on this. You know, it's part of life. We're each different human being, so we're going to have different perspectives. But I also think it's more beneficial to... It's not necessarily be comfortable with it because I don't want to accumulate massive amounts of debt, but it's also just understanding what that relationship is and how do we feel about that. That, to me, is more powerful than anything else. That, to me, is really helping fix this. This We've become accustomed in the United States to be in trillions of dollars of debt that we're just comfortable with it and that's just the way it is. It's not the way it is. It's not the way it has to be. But like if I'm making putting money on the credit card for business... I know that's business debt, like that's for our business and or business investments. And so I'm not, frig, you know, um, frig, frigorously is not the right word. What's the right word I'm looking for? But I'm not just spending money to spend money on like DVDs for our business just to have random DVDs, like write a lot of consumerism habits is like, let me collect all the DVDs in the world. But like in the my business, like I'm not going to sit around and store 5,000 DVDs for our business that we have. It might make sense for other people but for us it doesn't make any sense. So, if I was to spend, you know, spend a bunch of money on 5000 DVDs for our business, I'd be like, "Oh, Mike, what are you doing with this? You're just accumulating and adding debt for no reason to to your business." But no, I'd be smart about this situation. I'd be putting this in the right pockets in the right places for that makes What am I talking about right now? But like it, Right, pieces in the places for this investment. So, I feel if I have to carry a, a, a balance on the credit card from one month to the next month because of what we're doing in our business and growing or investing in some sort of product or service that we're launching, that is a much different debt figure than 5,000 DVDs for our business. Like, to me, owning 5,000 DVDs is, is a waste of money for the most part because you can just rent them you know, you don't actually have to own things anymore. And it's like, I remember I used to own a ton of DVDs and it was a collection that I accumulated, but like, how often did I actually watch them? So this is a little bit off topic, what I was talking about, but it's like, this is what I'm talking about is understanding the relationship when it comes to, if we have debt or we're experiencing that debt. And if it's super stressing us out, it's better to handle it than it is better to ignore it. Right? So we have to make sure that we really are paying attention of what it's like sensationally in our body, in our mind, when it comes to those things and how we're feeling about that. So we are able to heal those relationships with it because if it's, if it's really affecting us in a negative way, most likely it's affecting not just this aspect, but it's affecting us in many other ways in our life. And we don't want those to carry on and happen into the future. We want to make sure that we heal those relationships with, this emotional place because we're going to be stuck like and we don't want to be stuck we actually want to heal this and move forward and move through it and then experience it in a much different format so one thing i could say is just the next time maybe you go and put something on a credit card or you buy something that you don't necessarily need you know maybe put it in a box or a folder or save it to your amazon cart or amazon folder that says check back in in 30 days and put a reminder in your calendar to go look in this thing in 30 days and be like do i really need this or do i not need this I know one thing that I've started doing is like books for instance. I used to buy just a lot of books, but the rate I was buying books, there's no way I could read those books. And so I just stick them in an Amazon book like future thing. And instead of buying them right away, I go back to that when I'm done with the book, I'll go back and, and pick it up and be like, "Okay, I need this, you know, I'm ready to read this book, etc." And then I can rent it or it, maybe I read it and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not going to be inter- interested in that book anymore." So that's one thing that's helped me with books. Uh, that's just one example. So Let me know. You know, send me a message at Mike at MikeJWatts.com or Instagram MikeJWatts, and I'll see you guys on part four. Have a great rest of the day. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today on this episode and you want to know a little bit more about what I am using to help grow our business, to help myself become a better man, to help myself become a better dad, a better husband, a better human overall, you know, I'm all about team human. And that's what I really want to do is create a world that allows us to become better human beings. And if that's something you're interested in, head over to MikeJWatts.com. That is MikeJWatts.com. You can register right there for my emails newsletter. It goes out once a week. There's usually three to five different tools, tips, tricks, techniques that I've learned about this week that are really helping me become a better human being Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you over on MikeJWatts.com, and I'll see you tomorrow.